Coming to you from the world of AV, control programming and automation, I'm Steve Greenblatt along with James King, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, how are you? It's good I'm to be good. back for another episode. Oh, it is great. Uh, great to be back, Steve. Um, I'm good. How about yourself? Doing great. I'm so excited about the feedback that we've been receiving, and I know that you have as well, and it, it really exceeded our expectations, especially in the couple of episodes that we've put out. Um, why don't you share a little bit about some of the thoughts that you had gotten and, and uh, some of the input and, and requests that came in? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I'll admit, 100% shocked by the feedback we got and how quickly, I mean, the videos went up and within 24 hours, my LinkedIn and Twitter were blowing up with messages, which was great. Um, the first one I really wanted to talk to is probably what this episode is kind of be about is uh, I'll, I do apologize if I butchered the name. I'm horrible, but it's AD, ADE is the first name. He sent me a LinkedIn message um, basically asking like the future of AV programming and how to learn the new languages like HTML5 and uh, CSS and JavaScript. And I think that that's just a great topic. I, I know that's something that I'm discussing with my team quite a bit. And, and as many of the manufacturers are pushing those ideas. Uh, some of it, I think, is, is uh, pushed along and, and brought to light by the, end, uh, the ending of support of Adobe Flash in uh, browsers and and I I think what's nice about that and you know before we jump into it is is that it it really starts to bring to light how modern programming is now crossing over into the AV world. A hundred percent, it's definitely uh, hitting that market now where it's your traditional IT languages are creeping into the AV programming, and that just goes without going on the side topic here, but that goes into my whole belief that AV is IT. Um, but this is just another subset of it. So um, I definitely think this is going to be a great topic. Um, with you being a programming uh, company, and you say you're working with your employees, why don't you take that first about how to, uh, the future of AV programming, why don't you take that? Because you're probably more in the weeds than I am there. So we have a little bit of a unique perspective, and uh, and I think that where most of our audience will relate is probably somewhere between where my focus is and where your focus is, um, and, and maybe even a third person's. But where what what we are seeing is that the easier systems are becoming easier and becoming automated, and and are really not requiring the need uh, and the input for, from skilled or advanced control programmers and my company being a specialist in that area. We, we, we as much as we serve programming companies, pro programmers or companies that, that need programming, we also are competition in some regard, which you know, we don't really look at it that way. But if you think about you know, a pool of programming opportunities, a lot of that has been eroded because 
getting projects done has become that much easier. Uh, so we, we've had to focus more on what, what's, what's new, what, where, where are things going, where, where can we be a leader, and what are, what's the new technologies that are going to be in demand almost before they're needed. And, and so we've actually started to see some companies reaching out saying, hey, you know, we want to get into this HTML5 game, but we're not quite sure how can you help us. And, and um, I have several people on my team that, that we, we've um, tasked with getting up to speed. In fact, everybody's going to have to over time because I think that, that those are the types of opportunities uh, that we're going to be seeing amongst other things. Yeah, I can totally agree. And I'll admit from being a in-house programmer, uh, working for a educational uh, school is I actually just published this article in the higheredav.com uh, um, digital magazine in my IT in AV column is about hiring programmers, either integrators, third-party and in-house. And that's one of the big downside of having an in-house person is they're not always able to keep up on the latest because they wear many hats. Um, I mean, I personally would love to start learning more HTML5 at work. I don't have the time to do that. So my actually, I have a Raspberry Pi I have in my house, which I started to teach myself HTML5. Um, so having a resource like a third-party uh, programmer to bounce things off of and learn from is uh, very key. I appreciate that. I, I, I think one, it probably would be helpful for you, for you to share a little bit how you're doing that because I'm sure that there are people that are in the same boat and, and are looking for, you know, what's my entry point? How do, how do, I, how do I start to understand what this is all about? And then we could also talk a little bit more about um, what are the things that you need to consider because HTML5 in the AV world is a little bit different than HTML5 for websites in general. And, and I think that that might be a good conversation for us to continue to how the world of programming when translated to AV is just a different animal. So, yeah, that's, I agree. It's a different animal and I'm quite not versed enough to know the difference between HTML5 for web developing and for AV control at this moment. So I have a background in uh, programming for IT. I've done web, de web developing. So that's where I'm starting first. And Raspberry Pi, I, I did a LAMP setup. Uh, for those people who don't understand what a LAMP setup is, it's a Linux, Apache, um, MySQL, and Python. So it's you throw Linux on there, you throw Apache uh, as your web server, then your um, My, uh, MySQL for your database, and Python is the programming language. And I just started going, okay, what can I do with HTML5? I came up with a project in my head, and I've just been slowly working on that and making adjustments here and there and saying, okay, this is HTML5, this is standard HTML, and it's more probably web developing right now. But once I feel I got a grasp of it, 
I could probably revert it to AV control. I think that that makes sense. And I think that in general, that's probably the approach that most people would take. You know, if we go back to our, our topic about how, to, how, what's the future look like and how to, how do programmers get there and how do they expand their skills and, and knowledge? I think, I think what you just described is a great example of it. It, it find a little project to do, you know, target the technology that you're looking to learn and, and just dig in. Yeah, I definitely, I think, especially for programmers, I found programmers are, they need a project. You can't just sit down, like a writer can sit down and kind of write, but you get kind of have, have a topic. Same thing with programming is we could probably write programming, but if you don't have a project in mind, you're throwing mud on the wall. You got to have a goal and an object, I believe. That makes perfect sense. So, so if we were to answer that question about, you know, what, what's the future look like and, and what are the things that you need to learn? Um, there, one of the things that I would talk about is, is that there's, there's a common belief that you can have programmers that know that went to school for programming and bring them into the AV world. And if the languages are the same, that they're, they're going to be successful and you could find people off the street. And that, I, I just don't think that that's that easy. And I know as somebody who's an employer uh, that it, it, it isn't. <laughs> and, but then there's the other side of the coin where you're looking at how do you take a, a quote unquote AV guy and get them into programming. And then you, you have a little bit of a different spin because your background is IT and knowing how to write code, but also it almost falls in between. Um, I, I think that one of the things that I want to point out and, and maybe we could comment a little bit about is that that the constraints that are provided in the AV world can be very frustrating to somebody who's used to having a, a full reign, having all the tools, whether it's using software that has the, any library that they choose or any any language that they choose or, or even... Um, understanding the application and the users it's it's just it's a very different different world that av is and when it comes to programming yes it's definitely a different world uh, i'll admit i came into this i i felt a little easier but not 100 there is definitely things i have to learn and build but i think the, the to go with the question about the future of av I think the future of AV programming is going to be IT centric. It's going to be the IT modern language, your C sharp, your Python and your HTML five. Cause what the benefit of those is they can run on any platform. Um, unlike like say you use AMX, you can, you write in Netlinks, you're only running that on AMX equipment. You're not going to throw that on a Crestron QSC. Um, same thing with Crestron. Their languages are going to only write, run on their platforms. So this opens the door for more integration. And I feel that's really the future of AV programming is learning these IT-centric uh, languages. So that's interesting because I, I would I would agree. And I and and when I talk to my team, one of the things that comes up often is understanding 
software development principles, understanding object-oriented programming style and, and architecting your code. And then you can apply those universal skills and, and um, the, the, those principles to any language. So it's, uh, it, it, to me, I guess, answering the question of, you know, how, what, what is the future is, you know, the, the, we're saying modern programming, and then we're also saying, hey, go, go learn what software development you, you need to be able to succeed in doing it. Yes, and don't get the, um, discouraged because it, it's a learning curve, especially if you're not used to modern language. Like when I came from what I, I was really good in C-sharp, I wrote stuff in C-sharp and um, I came into AV and it took me probably a good day to two and a half days to actually just sitting down and looking at the old programmer's code and going, okay, this does this. Okay, this does that. Like following along, because that object learning the um, language was there, the structure was there. So it took me a little bit to follow the new syntax, but at least the, the foundation, the framework was there. Um, and having my background in the C-sharp help but like the Python, PHP, and HTML5 is all new to me. So like I said, instead of jumping in, I just started with a small project that I'm building from here and there. Uh, it's a simple, like a database running a simple uh, inventory system and trying to add to it and go, well, it would be cool if we had this feature and just focus on that. Um, once you learn the framework, everything else will come. So, so as we're going to start wrapping up, I think we, we could tease a couple of, of topics that we'll be covering in the future, one being training um, and another one being you know, the, these resources for learning. Um, a question for you, and, and this might be yet another topic that we cover in the future, likely will, is do you think that the language will be driving the future or the hardware will be driving the future? I think it's going to be a language. Um, we are already seeing a huge move to cloud. Um, so I think hardware, it's going to be a less of a um, driving factor and software is going to be the driving factor. Interesting. Well, that's, I think, a good thing for, for programmers to know and, and a really good takeaway from this. Uh, as we wrap up, I, I just wanted to mention something from the last or one of our previous uh, recordings where as uh, uh, something that just hit me after we stopped uh, that we talked about the importance of being organized and, and uh, how that, and if that was a requirement for a programmer and you had asked me about somebody having their work or area organized and so forth. And one of the things that hit me and I, I meant to mention it is, is that being too organized can also be a detriment. So it's, it's you know, that whole idea of perfect being an enemy of done. And, and I've seen that occur. So I just wanted to mention that just to kind of tie in our episodes. I don't know if any, do you have anything to share uh, in the same regard? No, actually, I, I think that's a great tie-in and great advice right there. Well, as we uh, close for today, 
wanted to just share it with everybody that a couple of big announcements is that if you, if you are seeing us on YouTube, welcome, please subscribe. And, and that's, we do, we have an ask the programmer channel and we're also going uh, to, as of just today, believe it or not, we uh, are now uh, having an audio only podcast where, and you could find it on uh, podcast platforms uh, like Apple and Android and so forth. So check us out there and subscribe. Uh, for those who want to reach us, uh, James wanted to uh, kick that off and let them know how to reach you and also any closing messages you wanted to share. Uh, I mean, again, this is great. Um, thank you for our listeners. This is the, something that Steve and I were spitballing and we were going to see where it came and a lot larger than we saw up front, which is great. Um, as we mentioned on the other two, you can get me at uh, a Twitter, AV underscore James King or on LinkedIn, um, and also our YouTube channel and our podcast. Excellent. And uh, for me, you could reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media platforms. And and please, please uh, continue reaching out and giving us feedback. This is really fueling us. And I mentioned on Twitter uh, that it's a passion project, and it's really something that we're going to be taking this as far as the audience leads us. And we, we wanted this to be a great thing, but it gets driven by the feedback that we receive. So we look forward to hearing from you and speaking with you sometime very soon.